0: You're listening to episode number 235 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360Vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360Vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Of course, you can always give us money, and we are ginormous fans of that. Do so. (laughs) Via donating at PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360VegasPodcast.com.
1: Warning. The host enjoying the show and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that,
0: don't listen. We
1: don't care.
0: We really don't, Blasio, You mirroring motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
2: Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio,
4: Riviera, the Mirage, Flamingo, Sahara, and MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck.
2: Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road. I think probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas,
1: sir. Time to time to let it all hang out, buddy. It's time for some bro time. We we yeah. we are
0: estrogen free. I actually get to. I, I no longer have to hold back. And the best part for for you and the listeners is. My wife and I just came from dinner, so I've already got some alcohol flowing through my system. I've got poured in front of me the McAllen. (laughs) Oh, I delighted. Uh, Oh, shit, I was trying to do a (laughs) terrible Lucky Charms. That was awful. Uh, So I've got in front of me the McAllen Amber, and this was an incredibly, incredibly gracious gift by our buddy Mitchell from Canada. He brought it to 360 Vegas Vacation 4 as a 40th birthday gift because he knows that I can't get the McAllen Amber here in Michigan. And so, uh, between the alcohol I had with my wife at dinner plus the McAllen Amber I'm enjoying right now, tonight's show is alcohol sponsored by one Canadian, we all love and want to hang out with. Outstanding. Look at that. But yes, that. no, no beautiful and delightful Karen to uh, get in our way tonight.
1: Yeah, it's uh, once again. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into any of that, but um, the fact that I, I guess the details is where I, I like how I start something. I skip over all the important details and then get to the end to get to what I think is the important thing. And people are like, I don't understand how you went from A to fucking Z karen travels a lot is the point and my beloved bride is in transit once again so we are enjoying as as much as we can a show minus her (laughs) we're
0: we're gonna we're gonna find a way to just make our way through the show without her right you know what, in, in six and a half minutes from now, we may just shut down the whole thing and just be done with it because without her, no show could exist. But I do have to congratulate you and your beautiful bride. I'm going to embarrass you for just a quick moment. You guys celebrated. Your marriage is old enough to drink at this point. Correct, sir?
1: Oh, my sir. God, I never, it, that never occurred to me, and I love that. No, this is actually the one thing that you can embarrass me for. While while I am uh, semi Per, as much as I talk about having sex with my wife on the show I am semi-personal when it comes to uh, my private life I guess not so much on this show it's kind of like in my in, 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 in what people would consider your normal life like I don't tell my job shit like this but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not ashamed of, of this like to me with my birthday I'm like I didn't do shit basically I'm not dead for 40 years I, I didn't accomplish shit married 21 years like yeah that's but fu- you all should fucking celebrate that shit. <laughs> I worked for that
4: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I, I think we're all celebrating the fact that in 21 years, Karen just hasn't put a pillow over your face while you were sleeping and just just ended it all for uh, for both of you.
1: Tony, you know me. I'm a math guy, and I am also celebrating that because mathematically, that is beyond comprehension. Beyond yeah.
0: comprehension. Uh, you two, I can honestly say. Make marriage look easy. If I could find a way to bottle what you and Karen have, I could be more than a billionaire. I could be a bajillionaire. I, because love, the,
4: I love that you
1: say that, but the, the number one comment that we get, not not a negative comment, mind you, but the number one comment we get is people saying, it's so uncomfortable when you guys fight. <laughs> like, and We're not fighting. Like the, we are two alphas. This is how we converse this is how we show each other respect.
4: <laughs> right?
0: Having been able to enjoy it firsthand, not just in Vegas, but in the fine city of Memphis, what my wife and I walked away with was a newfound respect for our marriage because the way you two interact with one another is the way Jen and I interact with one another. We will we will bite at one another. Not well, sometimes literally, but right. mostly figuratively. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. And it means nothing. Like, neither of us take it personal. Everyone around us is super uncomfortable with what's (laughs) happening at the moment. But it's the way we communicate. And the best way for us to show our love for one another is we stand our ground against each other. And we fight back with what the other person says. And we both walk away respecting each other's opinion on it. I I
1: totally agree. I I say for couples like us, I say the secret to marriage is you find the buttons, the real buttons. And you never push them. You push all the other buttons that you know you can get away with. Oh, for but sure. But you find the real ones, like going, okay, that's that's the nuclear codes. That's the football. Yeah. I'm never touching yep. that shit.
0: Hundred percent. I I get it. And I think that's part of the reason why I adore your wife the way I do is because she is my wife with darker hair. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. I will I will never cross that line with with Karen. Because I have nothing but the utmost respect for her, and I, I, get it. I just, I get it. I. And so, anyway, congratulations, you guys. Thank 21 you. years. That is incredibly impressive. Well deserved. We yes. Well. All right. Well, listen. Let's uh, start the show. I'm. Wait. He's Mark. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
1: A common misconception is that Vegas Vicky, the neon cowgirl, formerly located diagonally across the street from Vegas Vic, atop the Glitter Gulch sign on Fremont Street was originally named sassy sally the truth is she has always been known as vegas vicky the casino next door to her didn't change its name from the sundance west to sassy sally until months after she had already been introduced to fremont street much like the romanticized and wholly inaccurate story (laughs) that bugsy seagull came up with the idea to build the flamingo the legend of vegas vicky's name has become inaccurately retold so many times by those who claim to know about the city and its history it makes segments like 360 vintage vegas all the more important if only so those of you who love the city so much they seek out shows like ours to get more of it will know the truth we got that from multiple sources however the inspiration for that was from vital vegas because i as a student of Las Vegas, didn't know that.
0: That is great information, and I'm really glad that not only this bit of Random Vegas, but another teaser for listening to the rest of the show segment talks about this because there's been a whole heck of a lot of fake news about what's happening with this particular icon. Yes. All right, Mark, tell me about the Twit Pick of the Week. In 1980...
1: Bob Stupak, future owner of Vegas World and eventually Stratosphere, owned the Vault Casino on Fremont Street and wanted to build an iconic marquee. Taking inspiration from Vegas Vic, the idea for Vicky was born. As a compliment to Vic's mechanical waving hand, Stupak wanted Vicky to do something as well, so he had the designers make her leg kick. However, only six months after she was unveiled, the kicking mechanism in her leg broke. Claiming he didn't want Vicky to be out of commission for however long it would take to repair, the mechanics were never fixed and her leg never kicked again. This week, Vicky was removed from her home of 37 years so that construction could begin on the former Las Vegas Club. New owners promised Vicky isn't being retired to the Neon Bone yard in Val, she is simply being relocated. However, where that will be or when it will happen has not been revealed yet. The two most popular rumors are that she will be relocated to the Northern Freeway turnoff to Las Vegas as a bookend to the welcome sign, not that one, or installed on the ground somewhere on Fremont Street, making her a photo op for visitors to downtown. This week's winner, shared by at Neon Vacation, may be the best photograph I have ever seen taken of Vegas Vicky. And I couldn't be happier that these things fell into place over the time they did. So we were able to share both of these bits of miniature vintage with <laughs> you.
0: That's nice, that's nice. You know what, it's, I had an ch- opportunity to check out the, the photo as well. It's a gorgeous Unbelievable. picture of Vicky. I also emulated that vegas vicky's not going away she's just going to be relocated while we're building something incredibly awesome at that intersection right there where the las vegas club is currently located yeah. and i have every reason to believe she's likely going to come back if there's one thing about derek he seems to be uh, you know really um tied into the history that is the fremont it. street he gets it he really does So I'm not overly concerned. Would it be nice in the meantime if they could get the leg to start kicking again? Sure. It it, it seems like a small amount of money to pay to get that fixed so that it's doing its thing again. But with 115 degree days like Vegas has had this past week, I can understand why the mechanism would short out in in six months. Right. But let's
1: be honest. Bob Stupak odds are Bob's like I'm not fucking paying for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just tell them that it it takes away from the from the austerity of it's of the it'll outside it'll be part of her legend just leave her up there <laughs> that's awesome well listen as always we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr Pinterest Facebook Google Plus and Twitter Let's move into the news. All right, so something I actually got to concede, I I really do support the slot drink ticket system is being unveiled in other areas. It's
1: so funny you say this, because I remember when we first started reporting on this, I was like, this is a fucking atrocity and having experienced a small amount of it from the casino bars, totally support it. And this is yep. why. Continuing to deter squatters and preventing waitresses from wandering aimlessly around floors looking for someone to get a drink for, Vito Vegas has confirmed his original report that soon casinos all over intend on installing play monitoring systems to determine if a player has earned a comp drink or not into their slot machines. Now, the monitoring system was originally introduced about a year ago in casino bars, and was originally demonized by most, including us, as I alluded to, and forgot that I wrote. However, anyone who has had to look for a spot at a bar to play, and then have had to look elsewhere because the seats were occupied by people not playing, will tell you, this system is pretty sweet. The slot iteration of this system will not use the ticket system currently used by a lot of these bars to determine whether you're ready or not. But instead, a red or green light to alert if you qualify for a comp beverage or if you need to pay for one, if you would like to order one.
0: I know I've talked about the value of this. I, I started in, and I was championing it right near the beginning of this calendar year because... I go out with my wife, with my brother-in-law, and with a, a friend of the family. And so there's always four of us. And when we want to go out and we want to play video poker at a bar together, we prior to, prior to Christmas of 2016, so a scant six months ago, we used to really struggle to be able to find four video poker machines together at a video poker bar at one of the Caesars Entertainment casino bars from both Christmas of 2016 to Vegas Vacation 4 of 2017, that has not been an issue at all. It has moved the squatters along, and I have every reason to believe that it's going to work the exact same way. Now, that being said, it may not be a perfect system, but at least as it relates to being at a video poker bar, In in a Caesars Entertainment casino, you will have zero problem being able to get yourself a free comp drink when you want it. Now, I'm going to throw out this one caveat. Always tip your bartender. We had a fair number of times when our lights turned red and the bartender was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going to blame me for that. I I didn't get over soon enough. I knew it was green. What do you guys want? But that's because we were tipping him as well as, you know, when he'd bring a drink. But, Mark, I can tell you there are four people that are major video poker bar players that love this system. I could not be more of a fan of, of what's going on right now. I agree. I agree. Totally. In that case, tell me if you agree about this new Palms remodel.
1: Palms New Ownership is continuing to invest in the apparent complete property refresh. On the heels of Hooters Closing, Eater Vegas reports that they will once again renovate the pool area as well as the exterior of the former Rain Nightclub. This time, plans are to create an exterior entrance and drop-off area, allowing guests direct access to the pool, no longer requiring them to go through the casino. Newly filed paperwork suggests the addition of a visual element intended to catch the eye of potential customers passing by on Flamingo Road. Pistro Buffet is scheduled to close on June 30th. In mid-July, plans are to open Social Table, a seasonal gastro grill. However, it's only expected to be open until the end of the year. That kind of harkins that the stevens group did where they're like oh we got this empty space oh fuck it let's throw a food truck in there so and nowhere on permanent plans for that space also the movie theater plans to invest over a million dollars to renovate all of its stadium seating and reclining chairs a complete overhaul of the casino floor to the tune of 16.4 million was also revealed Plans are for new carpet, lighting, speakers, and a completely new look for the ceilings. I don't know why that is something that needs to be invested in, but. (laughs) Once complete, the casino floor will feature 280 new slot machines. No timetable has been shared regarding when the renovations will begin or when they are expected to be complete. The 24/7 cafe will reopen with the new name Lucky Penny Cafe this summer. This is a whole collection of what? I mean, I can't even say whether it's good or bad because some of this, like, makes a ton of sense. Think about Encore Beach Club. They've got this whole huge outdoor, like, you look at it like, holy, what the fuck is that? So I get that. That makes sense to me. They have a pool party vibe thing. I, I get that. I get that. Redoing the casino floor, adding some slot machines and stuff like i get it okay that makes sense restaurant refreshing whatever and but then like this last thing we're like on they're gonna reopen the 24-7 cafe seems pretty you know rudimentary to the lucky penny screams local to me so for sure it's the juxtaposition of of what it is they're trying to do that i don't get i'm totally pulling for them the Palms is one of those properties I've said before. If you were on the Strip, you'd be one of my top five properties. I love that property. Shitty that you're off Strip. Because I just, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered to, to to make the effort to get there. But I don't know. I, I, I hope they're on to something. I, I hope they figured something out that they the, focusing on this pool area. I don't know. I don't know. Fingers crossed.
0: Right. It's interesting to me that they're looking to try to do something that for people that happen to be walking by on flamingo road, will see this <laughs> eye catching aspect and go, well, you know, we were planning on making our way back to the, uh, no tell motel, but let's stop over here at the uh, palms pool and go ahead and just take care of business right here. I don't, I don't entirely get that. And I've been to the palms before and 164 million dollars to refresh the floor and they're only going to get 280 new slot machines out of that seems like an incredibly large amount of money to spend and there's a part of me that wonders if actually these renovation corporations that are that are that, that target the casinos go you know if we were to do this in a home we'd charge about twelve dollars per you know square foot but <laughs> it's a casino so let's just go ahead and a hundred times that amount. Right, right. Because I don't know what the Palms is going to get for sixteen point four million dollars to refresh their floor. I'm with you. I was
1: there, what two years ago when we ended up stumbling into the fucking the G Suite. The that that whole adventure. That casino floor was gorgeous at that time. What the fuck has happened in two years yep. that it requires sixteen million dollars to renovate? Yeah. Everything else makes sense to me minus the renaming of that cafe. But everything else makes sense to me. That, I don't get. I don't get. I, I hope it's it's another one of those things where I'm like, it's beyond me. I don't know. And it's a good idea. But everything in me is like, this sounds like SLS. This sounds like I know a lot about Vegas and that doesn't make any sense.
0: And you should know better. Is is this um, Palms, who bought them out? Was it Boyd Station. that bought them? Station who? bought them. Oh, station? Red Rock. See, Red Rock people. So, all right. I, I mean, I guess there's a part of me that can somewhat justify these costs. Because if you, you've been to Red Rock, if you've been to Green Valley Ranch, you get where... I mean, this these are really cool, beautiful... Uh, properties They're trying to make the Palms as beautiful as GVR and Red Rock are. And, and that much closer to the strip,
1: And too. maybe that's it. Maybe that's it because I think one of the things that I enjoy about it is it, it has a very – currently, or, or the last time I spent there, it has a very hip vibe, a very Cosmopolitan, a very Planet Hollywood hip kind of vibe to it. And maybe what they're going for is more of a Green Valley Ranch, more of a Red Rock, elegance, cool vibe. And yeah. I'm not familiar with those, so maybe that's what it is.
0: Uh, it's you know what? I I'm going to give them that sort of tip of the hat. I think that's probably where they're going with so. it. Be- Because it can be a very cool intro into the station's casino family. If you like Palms and you're someone who's inclined to stay at the Strip, but you want to stay just off Strip and you want that elegance aspect, come check out the Palms. Oh, but don't forget, ultimately, you've got Red Rock you can hang out at.
1: That is a brilliant concept that I would have... Once again, why you couldn't be better suited to be a co-host of this show because that is a brilliant concept that makes... Something that I was like, I don't get it. And then I have a conversation with you going, holy fuck, that's brilliant if that's what they're doing. That makes a shit ton of sense to me.
0: Well, never underestimate the power of common sense. That doesn't mean that's actually what the casino executives were going for, but I'm sure they listen to this show and they're like, yes, yes, that's exactly what we were going for. Yes, what he said, that thing.
1: (laughs) I love that we have somehow permeated the, if only in, in the Las Vegas world, the zeitgeist of them going (laughs) like they're somehow going i don't know they're they're not they're not liking it they're not liking what did he say what did he say that's what we're doing we're doing what he said what that guy said
0: we're we we are kind of movers and shakers mark i mean it's just it's it's what it is i just gotta accept it
1: it's getting hard to
0: argue with that so i'm gonna start accepting all right you might as well something i cannot accept is the fact that the New Frontier is for sale, but, but when the listeners hear about dollar prices, they're going to understand why I can't accept it either. Go ahead.
1: Crown Resorts is looking to sell the New Frontier site after announcing they abandoned their plans to build on the site. Seemingly counterproductive to that end goal, they hired CBRE to sell it for them. The same people who have been 30 days from closing the sale of the Blue for at least a year. they wasted no time spewing their spiel referring to the land as quote one of
4: the most exciting properties to become available in las vegas in a long time unquote that's exactly how they said about that the The price
1: tag is 400 million 33 percent more than they paid for it however Phil Ruffin originally sold that land in 2007, ten years ago,
0: for 1.2 billion dollars. That's that is unbelievable. That is um, oh shit. How many times does four go into 1.2? Three times. So that is one third the cost of what. So Phil Ruffin sells it for. Oh, let me rephrase it. Let me and actually let me ask you this for for clarification. You say here that the price tag was 400 million dollars which is 33 percent more than what they paid for yeah
1: that's that's what they're trying to sell it for is 400 million they didn't pay 400 million for it
0: but did phil ruffin sell it to crown resorts like is there only no, been one no,
1: that's right uh, that's right okay so so quick quick story and, and there may be uh, I, don't, I don't know the exact I, uh, people who did this so phil ruffin sold it to the people who owned the plaza and they were going to build a plaza vegas he sold it to them I can't remember the name of their company. But he sold it to them for $1.2 billion. They sat on it for all this time. Then they sold it to Crown, I don't know, a few years ago for uh, i don't know the quick map but 33% less than 400 million they're okay 20, okay like i get it 250 million or something like that sure. Now, sure now crown has owned it for like 3 years maybe and they're like within 3
4: years it's become 33% more valuable. I'm like
0: i don't <laughs> fucking think so no no <laughs> no not even a little quite frankly if i had 250 million dollars i'd even make an offer on it and be like you know what right. go ahead call me out on it <laughs> right. call me out on it I've mocked Mr. Ruffin for several things, but
1: clearly if there is only one move you can point to as fucking brilliant in this man's life, Mm -hmm. that is it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. No, good for him. Good for him. Something else I'm really excited for us to talk about. And again, this gets back to our beautiful Vegas Vicky. Tell me about the Las Vegas Club as their project is starting to gear up. While details have still not been shared, It appears work
1: on the 18 Fremont Street site, formerly home to the Las Vegas Club, and stretching down to
0: Mermaid's Casino is about to begin. Can I interrupt you real quick and ask a quick question? Sure. Is 18 Fremont Street the working title? Is that just kind of what they're calling it for the time being? Or do you think that is actually what they intend on calling the new entity that will sit at that corner? Two things. One,
1: yes, it is the working title. Two, it is the actual address of the Las Vegas Club. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Thank you. The Stevens Group received approval to set up temporary gaming site June 27th to the 28th to preserve those licenses at the end of the month. Their temporary slot machines will not be set up inside either building, but in a mobile trailer as it's believed either the sites are currently not in the condition to house operations or the insurance that would be required to do something like that isn't cost effective the state requires owners to offer gaming every two years to maintain a gaming license. While Mermaids has only been closed for months, the move appears to signal that not only is the project about to begin, but they expect it will take less than two years to complete. While work on removing the rest of the signage around Vicky has continued, including removing the Las Vegas Club lettering, Vito Vegas announced that the Stevens Group has purchased more land downtown this time 6.4 acres behind plaza on the other side of the train tracks the space, which many of you may not even realize existed there the space was originally planned for a stadium but like many plans they fell apart when the great recession hit in 2007 Adding that to last year's acquisition of the parking area next to Plaza, in between Plaza and Main Street Station across the street from the Las Vegas Club, that means the Stevens Group have the ability to connect all three parcels of land if they choose to. No word if that is the end game. And for now, the land they recently purchased is just being used as a staging area for the planned renovations to the former Las Vegas Club. I'm sure our friend Scott at white vegas knows more than we know. But I can't fathom even he knows. What the fuck are these guys doing
0: <laughs> and how interesting is this? You know it would be really cool? It, it, cool in like a, hey, look how big my dick is sort of situation. <laughs> is if the Stevens group wound up taking all three parcels of land that they own and converting it all into one big large erection of casino engulfing the plaza so all of a sudden you've got the (laughs) plaza standing there being like um uh guys just just, there's this there's this uh great white shark that's starting to uh uh, swim around us
4: just lording over it what's up what's up
1: That'd be crazy. Like, imagine, like, you, like very much like how California and Main Street Station have a walkway over. Like, you walk way over. Like, currently, it's said yeah. that that parking area is going to become, like, a parking garage. What if it was like, no, that's the high roller area.
4: But then if you walk past the high roller area, they have, like, super fucking cheap areas right. across the street. And like, going, oh, my God, we're just going to dominate all of you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's a great— and if oh my god you know what just occurred to me i don't actually think this is happening but just humor me for this next 15 seconds what if the stevens brothers actually wanted to take over the plaza and so they thought the best way to do it is to build everything around it and they had to fold and we're like oh And now we're going to go ahead and pick this one up for cheap as well.
1: Can you imagine? They they would own basically the entire city block because whatever whatever they're going to do with with the the Las Vegas Club, they bought mermaids. They bought everything in between that. So they're obviously going to make a huge thing. They just make this giant. It would basically be like Caesar's Palace, right? It would basically be Fremont's version of Caesar's Palace where they just take over every, although in their case, they'd be taking them over instead of just fucking hodgepodge building shit onto stuff, but then you've got Golden Gate on the
4: other side, like, who's gonna own this end of the fucking
0: Fremont Street area? (laughs) Most definitely, and if you think about the mind's eye of how that would all look, if you're running from uh, the, what's the, what was the original casino? Not Margaritaville, what was that called? Um, Oh, LeBayo. Thank you. The, from La Bayou. All the way up through, they connect the plaza to Golden Gate. You've got a horseshoe. There's the new horseshoe. Holy shit. <laughs> That is the horseshoe right there. Right. <laughs> I love everything about that. Derek, I really hope you're doing that, buddy, because that would make me look like the smartest motherfucker right. ever. <laughs>
1: and then and then and, well no he gets sued i was gonna say come up with it just call it the shoe i promise you fucking uh the
4: caesars would be like oh we're gonna sue for that
1: yeah
0: we're, we're <laughs> this spin, Aaron.
4: i yeah. get it's a horseshoe but we own that man you can't do any variation of it. like all right all right then it's the Structure that looks very similar to something that some people would refer to as a horseshoe. I get it, it, isn't very catchy, but you get it. Right. <laughs> and yet, look at all the people flowing into my right. casino. Right. Eat my right. ass. The worst name in the history of all casinos, and yet they're all coming to me. Be like,
0: God damn it, that's brilliant. <laughs> you do that. We never saw it coming. Right. Listen to 360 Vegas. Right. Exactly.
4: Take note.
0: Bellagio. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going we're not, we're not to do that. We're not going to be. Moving us. on. Moving on. We will talk about the Downtown Grand plans. Eater Vegas. Actually, a lot of people,
1: but Eater Vegas is the one I'm going to reference. Shared recently announced plans for the Downtown Grand. Currently being called the Quad, which is interesting considering the whole Imperial Palace uh, debacle yeah, thing. Whatever. But currently being called the Quad, the plans call for the redevelopment of the ground floor of the parking garage. Another thing that's weird about this, but let's let's keep going. They're gonna they're gonna turn into a 26,000 square foot meeting slash business space, a 7,000 square foot fitness center, including a rock wall that will reach to the top of the garage, and a new 2,000 square foot cafe tavern. With outdoor seating and designated area for computers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, on the corner, they intend to develop a shaded 8,000-square-foot urban park that will double as a venue for live acts as well as a nightclub. No word exactly how much the project will cost, when construction will begin, or expect to be completed. I I, wa- yeah. I want to hear your thoughts.
0: I I think this is the downtown Grand trying desperately to be relevant in downtown. I I feel bad for them. They've got a fine casino. They've got a great hotel. But when you're... Two blocks off from Fremont Street, when you're downtown, you might as well be a mile and a half. And I think this is them just. And, and I get it, though. I get it. If they're trying to do this weird sort of shaded 8,000 square foot urban park that doubles as a uh, as a nightclub on yeah, the corner, yeah. what they're hoping is that people that are walking up and down Fremont Street are going to hear the unz,
4: unz, unz, right
1: unz, and be like, "Whoa, something. what,
0: what, what, what's that? What, let's,
1: what's that? Let's I mean, go check think, that out." Think about it. To your point, Tony. Pizza Rock draws people. The the Mob Museum paw- draws people. Right past
0: them. Yes. Yeah, it's a good call. That's a really astute observation. You're and, absolutely right because I would go to the Mob Museum any day, every day, and pass downtown Grand in the process. To so to, to their defense,
1: I I am a huge fan of this property and its potential. I I I am. Druma- I've said it several times, and I'll say it. As many times as they'll fucking, well, I don't know if they're listening, but whatever. I'm gonna assume they're listening. Uh, why they ever abandoned the name Blade Luck is possibly the dumbest mistake they ever made.
2: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm.
1: aside, that aside, we think so highly of this property. It has been in every conversation we've had about our 360 Vegas vacation, Fremont Street experiences. It's always been involved. And, whether it be logistics, location, whatever it is, has yet to make it in there. So I'm a huge fan of anything they try to do to make themselves relevant. As it is, they've already set up a giant stage, a la the various stages they have just off Fremont Street to try and draw attention there. But there's kind of a problem with that. When you're on Fremont Street, there's already a giant stage (laughs) in front of the stage. You have three blocks down the street.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, in, in in a very real sense, Derek has, I do believe you, term, you refer to that as manzied them. Oh, yeah. Where the stage sits right there just outside of the D, and it's kind of in front of you and slightly to your left. And then you've got a stage all the way down at the end of where yeah. Zilla is nearest uh, the plaza with another stage, with another live show going on. Yep. I, I feel bad for downtown grand because no one's going to be able to, to hear or likely see what's happening at their outdoor nightclub area. I, I if if let me put it this way. Mark, if I were CEO for a month at Downtown Grand. Oh, I can't wait to hear I this. I would do very very basic and obvious things. I assume this is a situation but I'm going to put it out there anyway. I I would give full pay. So three to two blackjack um, single deck pitch for your is an option. You're going to have crap tables where you don't have to buy the uh, you don't have to buy the 12. You can or me, the 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 four and the 10. You can you'll get three to you'll get three to one on your field bet for two and 12 on your field bet. You're going to I'm going to give every room away every single night. My hotel should be a loss leader to get the gamble gambler into the casino I would give them free meals to enjoy while they're in because let's be honest if you've eaten at any of the restaurants Mark you know they're they're fine but they're not they're not stellar you're they're not going to be a part of your to-do list you should be playing to the gambler at the downtown grand 100% I'm going to
1: give you I, I'm not going to to you I, I'm going to compliment that one one more step and I've sure. said this, I've said this a while ago Do you want to know how it is you get people down there? I know this downtown grand thing was an attempt to be classy and a a little more sophisticated. Fuck that. You know what you need to do? I'm going to give you one word, Tony. Peppermill. You need need to bathe that building in neon. It needs to scream neon so you can't avoid it. Like You're going to look at at the Fremont Street experience and be like, Oh, that's really cool. What the fuck is that over there? That's yeah. what they need to do. You want to get people... Listen, as we just said, Pizza Rock and, and the Mob Museum already being bring people down there and they look right past you. You need to be obnoxious with neon so people can't ignore you.
0: Which is part of the reason why I could never be a CEO alone of a casino. I would need you Routine. to be there. It's... Our, our successful casino will be co-CEO. Exactly. So, exactly. all right. So uh, we do have some information about the North Slash Off Strip having some new owners. The
1: SLS Vegas experience is now officially over, and it has been announced that the property has been sold to the Morello Group, owners of the Grand Sahara in Reno, for around 400 million, or half what SLS paid for the
0: Sahara. No, wait a minute, no. wait a minute, didn't we, wasn't the New Frontier property, uh, land being sold for $400 million? <laughs> yes, yes it was, and that's actually a part of the strip, Tony. You know what, I'd rather have the casino already there on the northern, or off strip part of the strip i could i guarantee you this everything i just said about the downtown grand i would apply to sls i would make it the mecca of northern strip places to go visit
1: i agree Uh, think think about that to to the point we've made so many times about great gaming i for me i've said many times i think sls is shit like i used to periodically go down and visit sls or not sls sahara Sahara. when it was cheap gambling so, yep, Think sure. about that.
0: Throw some and in light of the... F- oh, I'm sorry, let me just no, say, no. remember how you said I'm not going to mansy you, I'm just going to uh, add as a companion comment, Peppermill? Yes. Why the fuck wouldn't you walk out of the Peppermill straight to the new Sahara or whatever the hell you want to call it for $400 million.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree that thing. Listen, you have to accept it. You're, you're, you're in stratosphere world. What you need to do is you need to create a very unique, a very cost uh, effective experience. You, you have no boutique. Uh, uh, that's not happening. Let it go. I get the monorails there, but fucking let it go. Do you want people to make the effort to head down to you? It ain't for a fucking nightclub. It would be for some pretty awesome gaming.
0: 100% when I can get $5 three to two blackjack on this quote unquote strip because you're you're still down there by strat and circus circus so you're still within the realm of what people are looking for when it comes to a good gamble and I'm not saying you can't have nice things like I don't know maybe some great restaurants
1: maybe a really cool pool maybe the kind of things that you're like holy shit dude the monorail is right connected to this I'll stay here with some great gaming and then I'll head down to the Strip and have some fun, but then I, I, I come back to my yes. to my home resort where I have yes. phenomenal gaming, I have great food, I have these things. This can work. The way SLS did it, as I'm so happy. The first time in Vegas history where a property said they were gonna do something and I am actually happy that I was right. I'm so happy because they were so fucking overly no 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 we got this like i kind of feel like i'm a historian and i think (laughs) i know what the fuck i'm talking about so for the first time ever i'm kind of glad they failed and i kind of hope the people who've got it realize like this can work if we just Mm -hmm. fucking
0: do it right yep i agree i i couldn't agree with you more there is a need for what sls or whatever the new name will be could provide a hundred percent but i i apologize i i i I took us way off course.
1: No, no. A- and and we didn't report on it. However, one of the rumors, although more than likely just a rumor, is that they would entertain the idea of this era. But don't waste your fucking money on that. Don't waste your money on that. What you need to fucking waste your money on is fucking making that what we just talked about. And, and we won't even charge you for it. Just fucking make it.
0: <laughs> but I got a question for you. Why not, though? And just hear me on in this. Why not brand it the new Sahara you had the new Frontier why not say we're back we know who we are we are a locals we are a we are a low roller joint we're back we got this brand new beautiful casino because i'll i'll give out oh, yes. i will give us this. us this casino is beautiful I won't argue. i've never stayed there but i assume uh, from what i've heard their rooms are very very nice as well right. call it the new sahara and you will dominate uh circus circus you'll dominate the strat and you might actually be a draw for someone to want to buy and build on the new Frontier land. Tony, if, if they do
1: what you and I just talked about, where they where they set kick-ass Fremont-style gaming limits and they have good food, you know, some high-end, some, you know, reasonably priced, and they have a nice pool, and hotel, blah, blah, blah. Like, they come up with this great idea of, like, dude, we're just the monorail away, man. We're just the mm-hmm. monorail away. If they do that, I 100% agree with you that you must, must abandon the SLS name and there is no better name to kick off that hey everything you love and more has been fixed and you want to know how you know that we're the fucking Sahara again
2: yeah
0: totally agree with you let me ask you this mark and i'm totally putting you on the spot so this is editable material for folks behind the curtain would you ever consider a north strip Vegas vacation under a new Sahara concept. Wow. That's,
1: I, 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 wow. Yes. Wow. That's big. That scenario in in the exact or, or, or very close scenario you and I just talked about, because you think about this, you still have the monorail that connects you to, let's call it the Hilton because Westgate's fucking stupid. Uh, sure. it, it, the, the place that we we've all known as the hilton you have the stratosphere that is in walkable distance let's just say circus circus isn't in the mix but that doesn't matter the fucking monorail so we could take us down to the other things that we could do on the vegas strip if they made themselves as such a beacon yes I, I have right. fought you on this forever. The idea of of a North Strip concept <laughs> yep. that would change it. That to me, okay. you know, you know what that would be. That would be. I would call that Mid Fremont is what I would call that. You have the Strip. You have Mid Fremont, and then you have Fremont Street, because that's basically what those those places are. You have you have good gaming and good food at oh, it, the Westgate. You know, and, and it's there by the fucking monorail. You would have this incarnation of the new Sahara, and I've said it before, or or maybe I haven't, I like the stratosphere. I think it's a cool place, it's fun for what it is, but it's where it is and that's why I don't go there. Mm -hmm. You put something like that, that you're, you're putting three easily accessible places that are experiences unto themselves and the things that I'm afraid to be too far from within a monorail shot Boom! There's a 360 Vegas Vacation North trip
0: All right, I I love hearing that because as the listeners are are learning, Mark and I have our own conversations amongst each other as as hosts of the show. He has a philosophy, I've got a philosophy. It sounds like we may have found an awesome opportunity for our two philosophies to mesh together. Right. So I'll leave it at that. That's it's all, awesome. it's all on you, Set <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> All right, so we've talked a lot about what Tony and Mark would love to see happen right, with right. the SLS and, and, and its iteration with the casino and all of that. What about the dining changes, though? In the wake
1: of the SLS Vegas sale to the new owners, changes to the dining options at the property are the first on the agenda to be swapped out, renovated, yada, yada. Vito Vegas reports that all the restaurants. With ties to SBE Entertainment, seriously, is there any way they're keeping the SLS name? I say no way. If they're fucking jettisoning every fucking SBE Entertainment fucking restaurant? No. Anyway, back of
0: it. Nor nor should they.
1: Yeah. So, SBE Entertainment, the former owners, well, actually, current owners of the SLS brand and former owners of the SLS Vegas property. Every one of the restaurants that they are tied to are being considered for replacement. Some have already had their fate decided. Those that are confirmed to be leaving include Umami Burger, who fucked me over, and that's what they get. And 800 (laughs) and 800 degrees. Don't you dare cross me.
4: (laughs) 800. Don't you make me wait 30 minutes for a goddamn burger.
0: (laughs) Coincidence? I think not.
4: Not even a burger. To acknowledge I was
1: at your fucking bar, trying to wave you down. Trying to wave you down. Actually, 20 minutes is probably more like it, but fucking that's ridiculous anyway. Anyway, back to it. Mommy Burger's out. 800 Degrees Napoleon Pizzeria is also out. Those believed to be on their way out include Clio, the Mediterranean restaurant, and Katsui, the sushi restaurant. Now, in most cases, the new owners intend to open up similar concepts. The real question is what is going to happen to Bizarre Meat. The restaurant many consider to be the best at the property as well as one of the best in Las Vegas, period. What's gonna happen to that? Unfortunately, the fate is unclear at the moment. However, in the article, Vital Vegas made the point to re-clarify that any SBE licensed restaurant at the SLS will be closed. Bizarre Meat is an SBE-licensed restaurant. I don't know if you call that read between the lines or if that's just... I'm not going to say what you told me not to say, but there it
2: is. (laughs) Right.
1: No word on how long it will take to turn over the new dining options, so if you are a fan of any of them, you might want to make a point to visit them sooner rather than later. (laughs) It is being reported slash rumored that Aria almost a property that will not be named. Aria is surveying guests to gauge interest in relocating Bizarre Meat to the property.
0: Yeah, I I gotta concede, I've never been to Bizarre Meat. I'd like to try it out, particularly before it closes, but I'm not gonna make a special trip to go do it. So if it moves to the casino that shall not be named, I, I'm comfortable with that and I'd probably be willing to try it there. Not because I'm supporting the casino and it's terrible, this? terrible customer service at the spa, but because I want to try bizarre meat. But there it is. So no, lot,
1: lots and lots of changes, North Strip, lots and lots of changes at the property. Let's be honest at this point. Formerly known as SLS Vegas. Yep. Hopefully right. hopefully hopefully they listen and, and they take they take they take copious notes
0: it was it was telling to me when alistair and i were at sls and the casino floor was dead as a doornail and they had a giant line of douchebag guido jersey shore wannabe assholes lined up waiting to get into the pool and i'm like this place isn't going to make it you're you are not charging enough at the pool door to be able to keep this place open you guys have forgotten your roots and you know what good luck you know what they're they're where they're at all right uh something that doesn't irrationally enrage (laughs) me the fremont food emporium has recently been announced
4: yeah unrelated
1: to the las vegas club project eater vegas reports that the l portal indian art and Crafts store is closing and will reopen as the two-story fremont food emporium listen there may be native american in my blood i don't know i'm not gonna fucking go to ancestry.com because i don't really give a shit to me there, there are several things on Fremont Street that I thought I was like, what the fuck is this doing here? This was one of them. I'm like, was there always a huge like, oh my god, we got to go to Vegas and drink and gamble, I'm like, oh, and fucking Indian, we got to get fucking Indian <laughs> art and crafts stuff. God oh, damn, you gotta love Vegas, Indian art and arts and crafts. So yeah, it makes sense to me. Anyway. Uh, Of the five potential tenants that will become home to this new food emporium, the only confirmed is the frozen booze drink place evening call, which is most commonly known to be on the Las Vegas strip. Artist renderings of the project indicate the addition of fast food options like Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers and Crystal Burger. However, to be clear, at this time there is nothing to indicate that these establishments are even being negotiated with just a representation of the types of companies I guess they would like to have in, in their establishment. It's unclear how long the project will take to complete. I have no problem with any of this at all. I like it.
0: Have have you ever been to the L Portal Indian uh, Arts and Crafts store before? No, largely because it's
1: one. Like, Listen, uh, I, I'm not a Harley guy. There's nothing wrong with them. I mean, if you're into Harleys, there's nothing wrong with them. I sure. get why that was on the strip. To me, I just never got it. I never understood why it was there. So I, so and replacing I, it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm shocked it lasted as
0: long as it did. Good for them, as, but I just never got it. I never really got it either until, in true story, thanks to this phenomenal podcast and the information that comes from it. Really, I took the tour of um, of the the Neon Bone Museum, and they talk about some of the things that were down and around Fremont Street, and they talk about the fact that this. Particular um, L Portal Indian Arts and Crafts Store was once a movie theater f- circuit of the 1920s. Now, see
1: that was that's. And cool so- with
0: me. if that were if that were the case, I I, well, I'm,
1: I know that it was the case. If it were a movie theater, I would have somehow come up with a reason to go see a fucking movie there. So that that I I would be into. But how would more? I'm sorry, I cut you off, Gov.
0: Oh no, sorry all right. But but the point is, once. My wife and I learned that this used to be a movie theater. We wanted to walk in there to actually get to see what they talked about. And you can, what if you go in there, you can actually see where the screen would have been, where the the, the seats, particularly in the balcony, would have been. Now it is, and, and I get it. It's you know they're they're going for a very niche market with this. I guess my major problem with all of it was they had a. um they had a, 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 a white man's section where, where they would oh. sell blankets to the white man wow, that's... and, and I, I, I came home with, with smallpox I don't know how that happened dude. I don't know <laughs> what happened but but it was so I, I just I, I, don't, I don't condone that once condone.
1: again this is one of the complaints I've had about the neon museum in my experience with it while I've said I didn't call out the lady because I, I don't want what, I didn't want to be that dick during that time. Some of you may have been like, were you allowed her to fucking, you know, pass on misinformation? Yeah, but I didn't want to call it the fucking tour guide, all right? Anyway, she was so awful. Had that tiny bit of information been passed on to me, 100% I would have stepped into that place. Had I known it still had the structure of that place, I, I always knew it used to be a, a movie theater, but I didn't know it still looked like one or you could at least still see the remnants of it.
0: She was so off, just Tony. I hope she doesn't volunteer. There. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly tell you everything about the tour guide that I had at the Neon Museum. Everything she said to me, I knew to be accurate. Now, she, there were a lot of other signs that I didn't know anything about that she gave me background on. It may have been complete bullshit. But of what I knew because of this podcast, the information that she gave on those signs was accurate. It's
1: funny. So, I, to be to be fair, everyone take a drink. To be fair, one of the reasons why I didn't call her out is I knew she was a volunteer. I, I knew it at that time. They weren't even fully open to the public. Uh, it was a pain in the ass. Uh, to get it's there. fascinating! And in in my head, I'm like, listen, I I, I w- if if I didn't have if I if I were on the medications that I needed to be on at the time. I would have just pulled her to the side and told her, you know, what what the truth was so she would have been better educated about it. But I felt when I was there, 100% accurate, 100% the truth. I felt I'm like I don't want to shit on somebody who clearly loves the city enough and just isn't educated enough that they make the effort to donate their time to share it with these people. I'm like of 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 the damage you're doing, it's fucking minimal. So just, I, I, I'm grateful you do what you do.
0: It, is my white man smallpox blanket going to be edited out?
1: No. Oh, my God. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're crazy. That's staying.
0: Okay. I just wondered. Just wondered. See, what's fun for, the, again, the listeners behind the curtain is sometimes Mark will pick things up from where he knows he plans on editing things out, and he just makes it sound like there was nothing – said between tony's serious comment and then Mark's serious comment so and
1: and and that and that is fair but but in in my defense it's also a large part of my add where i'm like you said something within your your last presentation of of thoughts that i'm like he said three words that i want to say something else about they may not sound like they relate in any way shape or form but i'm like that's where i'm going with this that's where i'm going with this but no that was Fucking brilliant, and I'll be one hundred percent honest with you, Tony. I bought into it for a couple seconds. I'm like, "Oh my god, they had a white man section? That's
4: crazy to me." <laughs> and then, and then you said, "I'm like, oh, well done, my friend. Well done."
0: <laughs> I am, if I am, if nothing else, pointing out the horrible, horribleness of what our people might might have done in, it, it, in, in, it in was times past. If, if if if
1: you could give a standing ovation on an audio presentation i would have done such because <laughs> it was brilliant i walked right into it and i loved it
0: i appreciate that well i guess that's gonna do it for the news let's move into prop bets for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items first up while we were in vegas for 360 vegas vacation 4 Caesars Palace unveiled their new ultra-high-def, 80-foot-tall video marquee located in front of one of their forum shops. Now, this comes with a custom 3D graphics and 4K resolution, and it truly raises the bar for the uh, LED marquee in Vegas. But what I find most interesting is that Vital Vegas had a great video of it on their, uh, which we're going to link to their blog, and it is pretty cool. Even even as a video to watch, yeah. sitting at my computer at work, it's that's pretty freaking cool. I, I agree. I agree. I I have I have
1: mocked, and this is becoming a theme. And it wasn't intentional, by the way. We have mocked the Aria Manzi sign to the Cosmopolitan sign. This to me truly raises the bar very impressive caesars very impressive total rewards is now partnering with wyndham resorts the total rewards platinum diamond and seven stars members can upgrade to platinum or diamond at wyndham wyndham resorts platinum and diamond members can upgrade to the same with total rewards travel zork share the details for those interested we will have a link on the blog. This is more your thing. I'm, I'm more like, oh, I have to deal with you. Can I just pay money so I don't have to deal with you? But I love anything. I, 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 I jest, but we stayed in a, in a one-bedroom suite at Cosmopolitan because my wife, although she has to travel a lot, very astutely always stays at Marriott Properties, which means we got comped motherfucking rooms at a suite at Cosmopolitan because they're affiliates so i totally get it and support the shit out
0: of these that is that is some baller status right there oh it was i i i don't have any when i think of wyndham i think of uh uh, resort what do you call the timeshares timeshares that's it i think of timeshares when i hear of wyndham so uh, fair or unfairly my diamond status will which is in the grand scheme of life, not that big a deal anyway, isn't going to do anything with Wyndham. I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt to reach out to I know, to right? Him, yeah, I did. Don't bother. Wrapping up the quote only in Hollywood love story, unquote, War Machine was <laughs> sentenced to 36 years to life in prison for his inability to use his words instead of his fists to express his feelings. It's,
1: it's kind of sad because we can't make any more jokes about it, but at the same time, it wraps it up well.
0: We don't have to make jokes on it, but are you a fan at all? Do you watch, again, on my beloved reels? I think it's on reels. Eh, maybe it's not on reels. Um, Sin City Justice? No. Do you I, know? I First didn't even of all, know that existed. you were of the show? No, I didn't.
4: Oh, and, Jesus,
1: and, and i originally you call yourself
0: fell... a Vegas.
4: Fuck you. I
1: I, I I originally fell in love with the show on, uh, I think it's True TV true tv or maybe spike i don't i don't i don't fucking know what re- i don't know what show it is anyways there's a show called jail and they have one that's primarily in vegas and i fell head over heels in love with that show because you have the only in vegas fucking shit that happens on the show it's phenomenal i'm thrilled just to, to check this out i it's it's immediately going on my dvr literally as i as i reach my ipad right now i'm like fucking dvr right now
0: well, the best part is you've already missed one full season, but, but if, and, and I sent a text message to my wife to find out what channel it's on in hopes that you can, um, uh, binge watch the first season, oh, Yes, sin city justice is a reality show where cameras are effectively attached to, Oh, it's on ID. Okay. Okay. So it's on ID and what happens is Cincinnati Justice is all about the county prosecutor's office, which is Clark County, and watching cases that the Clark County prosecutors or DAs, as they're called out west, we, we on the on the east side of the state, essentially east of the Mississippi River, we call them prosecutors west of the Mississippi, we call them district attorneys follows these individual cases so they interview the prosecutors they interview the victims and they show they're videotaping the actual criminal trials oh of God. these criminal defendants and war machine was the most recent weeks episode oh of God. him beating the shit out of his girlfriend and the defense you know war machines uh, defense attorney said The victim liked incredibly rough sex. Oh my god! I
4: have to see this
1: as fast as I can possibly see this. That is fucking amazing.
0: It's I'm I can't. I mean, I'm not gonna try not to make a big deal out of this. That you haven't caught it yet, but now that you've seen it, and for any listeners that haven't, ID is the is the channel. That you want to tune into and the show is called Sin City Justice and it oh follows god. the prosecutors of Clark County as they try these incredibly high profile cases of Las Vegas
1: that is fucking amazing and to be fair I believe you might have been the first when, when, when we originally started doing the River Segment I, uh, before we called it the River Segment the, you were one of the first people I'm like oh my god I love law you're like I love your show i like I love law I love law. Talk to me about law, lawsuits and stuff. Like, this yeah. is fucking amazing to me. That is fascinating. I cannot wait to watch that.
0: Oh, Absolutely. So awesome. War Machine was its own episode. Oh. So, yeah, there you go. Yes. All okay. right. So, oh, that was that was me.
1: That was yes. Me. I'm done. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that diatribe deserves its own show. And, and they have it on ID. <laughs> As previously reported... The Neon Museum has installed the first of many refurbished neon signs from Vegas Pass at the Fashion Show Mall. Sadly, the first is the Red Barn sign. The reason I say sadly is it's previously already been on display, just off Fremont Street, heading north to oh, downtown Grand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah, right, exactly. I- <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. This one, however, I've got a fair number of thoughts on. Two idiot teenagers were arrested at Planet Hollywood after one of them discharged their gun into the casino floor while attempting to draw the weapon when approached by hotel security for loitering and suspected of being underage. Now, granted, no one was hurt, but both of these teenage idiots were carrying guns. So here's why I got a lot to say about this. Most of all, this was almost, almost one week to the day from Vegas Vacation 4. Like, there was a very real possibility that had these morons been in the casino a scant seven days earlier, 360 Vegas Vacation 4 would have had its own level of crazy that it wanted to talk about as it related to these idiots. But second of all, and listen, my wife, for very good reason, will not allow me to be a gun owner. However, both my wife and I are huge proponents or huge proponents (laughs) of the Second Amendment. And we have no problem with individuals responsibly being gun owners. Absolutely. Giving these two stupid teenagers guns to be like, Hey, look at me! I got a gun! And the other one's like, My gun's bigger. <laughs> like, that's in my opinion, that's how the whole thing played out. And yet to know that the gun discharged while they were about to pull it on Planet Hollywood security guards who probably had some sort of stun gun all right? stun- over. Exactly, yes. <laughs> I, everything about this seemed like a really bad idea and I hope these idiots go away for a long long time
1: I know right the only thing I challenge is that karma really should have fucking stepped up and shot off at least one of these two idiots dicks
0: yes god that would have been that That would have been truly epic
1: right yeah argue that karma doesn't exist when that fucking shit happens <laughs>
0: completely
1: missing the point Cab companies have partnered together to offer a universal dispatch system to businesses using a button they are calling Cabot. It's spelled with a K.
0: Oh, well, I, I did not I did not get that when I was I, reading the I show. Knew I knew
1: no talking. one would. I knew no one would because it's fucking stupid, Tony. It's it's as stupid as this idea. They're calling this button Cabot cab it to help reduce wait times for a ride. Now, anybody who's ever seen the commercial, think of the I think it was Staples thing where they're like going the easy button. It's basically exactly that. It's a it's a battery powered physical button that radios for a cab to a location. Doesn't help prevent any any sort of fucking long hauling. Doesn't fucking use technology like oh a Smartphone, like their <laughs> hugest, they're hugest. They're the competition that is burying any need for their fucking existence. Is using, but no, 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 no the cabot button. Well, well done, well done, I, idiots.
0: I hate this for so many reasons, not just the examples you gave, but I've got two additional stupid reasons. Oh, I can't remember. reason number one what happens when the cabot buttons, because it's Battery powered (laughs) dies. What they, I just, I just, I've got this world in my head where they're just slapping the cab. I I don't, I don't know why the cab's not here. I I keep hitting it. But the second reason is where's it going to be located? And what happens when the idiots are falsely triggering it to call a cab out? And the guy's like, uh, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do not understand. They, they they hit the cap, but I don't know what... See, I'm doing a random accent so nobody can feel offended I by appreciated it.
1: it. I appreciated yeah. it. I knew where. I knew exactly... <laughs> crazily, I knew exactly where you were going with it. I, I agree with you. I, I yeah. hope the only thing this button gets used for is for smart-ass kids who steal it from business I don't advocate stealing but let, let, let's say in a real in, in a real world scenario it's not stealing their their parents go whoever owns this bar oh, I, I'm crafting a really convoluted concept here but go with me
0: a very narrow yeah,
1: scenario where this somehow, would be a, a good hypothetical
4: somehow kids legally acquire
1: these things and randomly use them to somehow attract people to, I, I hate you cab companies I hate you cab companies in Vegas. I I don't know if the rest of you are all as crooked as those pieces of shit, but cab companies in Vegas, I hope you die the most violently, sexually assaulted deaths that can... But I can't even properly come up with the worst-case scenario I can think of. I hope you suffer that is what I hope you suffer. I hate you. Fair
0: point. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Now, in a continued attempt to attract millennials, Atlantic City... They're testing a new skill based gaming option, which is going to feature the classic video games, in particular, Space Invaders. Now, the core game is still a traditional slot machine, but it's going to offer the option to play a bonus round that is either skill based or luck dependent.
1: Yeah, you know what? Millennials are smart enough to know. Just don't fuck me over. And you're still doing it. So let's move on.
0: It's I I agree. Yeah.
1: Clark County has approved the installation of 700 bollards along parts of Las Vegas Boulevard to secure the safety of pedestrians and prevent another curb jumping incident like the one that the city experienced in 2015. The project is expected to cost $5 million, take five weeks to complete, and will be able to stop a 30-foot truck traveling at 50 miles per hour. It is unclear when the construction will begin, no problem with this at all totally support it i would donate to this cause
0: i couldn't agree more i i read the same article that i think you are referencing here and they they talked about the time when someone had driven up onto the curb between planet hollywood and paris and they took out two or three or four people some of which subsequently had had died from this attack and and being someone who is a an Entertainment fanboy and loves and stayed stayed at Planet Hollywood for Vegas Vacation 4 and walked to Paris I mean I walked that route I could not agree more with with what you're trying to trying to stop from attempting and and you know what in light of the fact that the without getting overly political but the the congressman that recently had gotten shot um, and then we here in Michigan had a had a stabbing at the Flint airport that made national news I couldn't support these sort of very basic and simple safety measurements more. That's hundred
1: yeah. percent. I'm a guy you're never gonna hear bitching about fucking airport security. I get it. No. There are pieces yep. of shit all of this fucking world that want to fuck shit up. You know yep. what? If I if it if, if I have to be a little if I have to be a little more inconvenienced just so we can make it a little less easy for these pieces of shit to do it, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And it's not like let's be honest; these fucking bullards aren't that big, and and I won't lie to you, with 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 the various concrete dividers they had and the the uh, the, the the people movers, the walkways that cross over it. I have always kind of thought it was a little concerning. As I would walk on Las Vegas Boulevard, I'd be like going, what? Jesus! So there's nothing. I could just walk right out of the street. Like you guys should probably do something about that. Do you need some money to help do this? <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, this <laughs> yeah. is really concerning. <laughs> like like that crossing area between Harrison and, and Mirage, Like this doesn't seem right. And and, and another one, um, Cosmopolitan and uh, Hollywood, uh, Holly. Like Plain-Holly. wow, you guys should. I should
0: not be crossing at the street level here. <laughs> this right. Seems like a horrible, horrible idea. Yeah. You would think at a minimum, and I can't, knowing how well they can't maintain their uh, escalators. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to see bullards that raise and lower themselves. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be Vegas, man. That
4: would be Vegas. <laughs>
0: that'd be cool. <laughs> All right, so FYI, Tipsy Robot Bar is opening in Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile Shops June 30th for those that don't remember the bar will be fully automated featuring two robots with the ability to serve 120 drinks per hour now hang on hang on wait i got a breaking news coming in oh wait those those robots are asking for 15 dollars an hour oh they've they've been deactivated okay okay (laughs) i get i i get what's happening right now okay it's
1: cool I would totally pay $10 a beer to not interact with a human, Tony, for the record. For good good
0: reason,
2: brother.
1: (laughs) After closing in December, Tropicana opened up the Napa Valley-inspired steakhouse, Oakville Steakhouse, in the place Biscayne formerly resided in. Also this week, it was announced, intimidatingly, by Robert Irvine's public... er, (laughs) I tried to do it. He scares me. Anyway, Robert Irvine announced that the public house restaurant will open up at the property on July 27th. He's not a mean guy. He's just a large guy, and I'm afraid he,
0: to anger him. He's got some muscles and areas of a human body that I was like, wait, wait, there there could be muscles there right. in, that, in that part? I,
2: oh, hmm. Huh. He, he, he,
1: he has an, an an off-putting friendly, not, not off-putting, <laughs> a, a very inviting, friendly accent. But then you kind of look at him and you think about assholes like Gordon Ramsay like going, I feel like you're luring me in to destroy me, and I'm afraid of that.
0: (laughs) Right. I I don't understand he has neither the moobs that I have, (laughs) nor does he have the Dunlop from the waist that I've got. So I didn't, I just. I'm confused by your muscles and Gordon Ramsay's anger. Are you going to hurt me or are you going to serve me? (laughs) Like, if I don't like your meal, are you going to make me do, like, push-ups and squats? I don't... Confused by the experience. I can't bench press my own weight, so I have to love your steak. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have unveiled their jerseys and drafts. Uh, the golden knights i get it right right not the golden showers they have uh, unveiled their jerseys and their drafts for their players for those interested in information you'll have no finding no problem finding it online because holy shit it's been everywhere on twitter that's going to do it for news and prop bets let's check the river
1: So, Mark, we got a PayPal donation. We did. From Laura Bartles and she simply writes karma. Enjoy it, my friend. Enjoy it. 100%. 100%. I don't I don't I don't know what the 100% is, but I'm just making a point to say that somehow seems to encourage people, so I encourage you and use that
0: phrase. I agree. It's We love it, you love it. Everybody everybody, walks away feeling like a winner.
1: Ah, that's um, where I was trying to go with it. Rum prevented it.
0: Ah, we love rum.
1: <laughs> I do, Karen. Do we have a voice memo? Oh, buddy, buddy. L- l- let's call this the, the unofficial end of our Vegas Vacation for Report series. We had uh, several listeners who felt that they not only wanted to share their experience with us, they wanted to do it with their own voice. So we made a point on our blog to share with you how, let's be honest, voicemails are kind of an antiquated concept here. I, oh God, now I feel like a fucking asshole because we have a lot of people who do that. There's nothing wrong with fucking voicemails. But I'm a bit of a, a tech fucking idiot who, who wants to encourage people to do it another way. So I, I, I feel like I can't win on this so fuck we're moving forward so anyway we came up with the idea to say why don't you just record audio on your phone and then send it to us so people picked up on that idea and decided to share with us via their own voice their experiences with Vegas vacation Four. so let's share some of those with you and started off Tony who's the first person that wants to share something with us
0: our buddy God, I love everything about Rob, also known as at Sky on the Rocks.
2: Hey, Mark, this is Rob, Sky on the Rocks. Wanted to just uh, talk to you about the Vegas vacation for a little bit. And I'll tell you the highlight that I have. There's all sorts of Vegasy goodness that comes along with Vegas, whether it's gambling, drinking, whatever. But I really enjoyed some of the brief yet very meaningful conversations that I've had with uh, some of the people there and I and I don't want to disclude anybody because everybody was great everybody was very easy to talk to but I remember specifically just hanging back after the brunch at Wicked Spoon and Alistair and I finishing our coffee and having a very nice conversation and then after the bellagio thing when you know we all walked over to the indigo lounge at bally's being able to sit next to karen and and just having a nice little chat that was great and then you know sitting next to joey gibson at the video poker bar at planet hollywood the one-on-one conversations with tony and jen and and um, christina you know on the strip run just those, you know, meaningful conversations, you know, where you're not necessarily drunk. You're, you're just, you know, a couple of Vegas fans getting to know each other a little bit. And, you know, I thought that was extremely, uh, extremely gratifying just to, to have, you know, that kind of discussion. So thanks for bringing great people together, Mark, with the trip. And also in regards to STK, got to tell you, I loved it. It's a solid four out of five. Not as good as Andiamo's. probably send you an email when I get around to it, uh, giving you all my thoughts on it. Uh, Great company, great steak, just not as good as Andiamo's. Take care, pal. Thanks again.
4: Absolutely love
1: that that kind of feedback. And I I think what makes me happiest about it is when I came up with the concept for Vegas Vacation, what I came up with years before I ever decided to do a show when I first fell in love with Las Vegas, I accidentally, I came up with the idea where we, Karen and I had gone. We, we'd gone once, and it was like, yeah, we'd gone. And then we had friends who had never gone, and we were like, no, you guys got to come. It'll be fun. And that was the trip where I fell in love with Las Vegas. But what I realized is I'm like, it's the tiny experiences that you have. It's the shared experiences that were so special that it was... You had friends that came to these experiences, and then they were another level of friend after that experience because it wasn't just getting drunk and fucking eating and and having a good time and gambling and doing whatever but it's it's those pockets of time that are fun that create the kind of lifelong friendships that I've developed with so many people I, I will unequivocally say the best friends in my entire life fuck high school fuck college the best friends I've ever made in my entire life have been as a result of this show and primarily by proxy from 360 Vegas vacations. It's 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 everything I thought it would be and beyond anything I could have ever dreamed it would be. I love it.
0: And there's very little that I can say more to to add on to that that would be original. I think that the folks that come out, I do have I do have one one thing that I hope is original is to say, when we were all grouped together just outside of Secret Pizza at the Cosmo for our initial group meetup, you know I remember saying to a lot of the folks there, you you know that you're inherently going to be a part of a group of people that you automatically dig, people that you love being around, people that you enjoy hanging out with, because they've got to inherently love the sense of humor that is portrayed from any one of us, whether it's you or I or Karen or Alistair. People have to gravitate towards that sense of, well, sense of humor. And if you do, you'll keep coming back, listening to the podcast. So you know when you show up for a listener meetup outside of Secret Pizza at the Cosmo, you're amongst friends and you can say things that, that might otherwise be slightly uh, off-color for lack of a better term, but you're going to have folks that are there that, that will laugh along with it, won't take offense to it, know that it's meant in, in good jest. And that's what's fun about hanging out with folks at these Vegas vacations is you're amongst friends. And, and, and I know I said it before and I'll say it again. Mitchell aptly pointed out when he said, these are some of the best friends that I've never met in my life. Oh,
4: what a great, great
1: point. And, and I will add to that by saying, as a guy that has dealt with anxiety so so much that he's had therapist for the majority of his life and and medication to deal with such issues and yada 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 I have never felt more accepted amongst strangers in my entire life. I've been amongst family where I didn't feel the lack of anxiety. As a matter of fact it might have even been you as a joking friend to try and and, and psych me out or tease me to be like, going, yeah, but all of these people are coming to see you, Mark. Are you afraid that you aren't gonna be able to like go on? So wait a minute, let me get this straight, Tony. I am as absolutely obnoxious and rude and crude as I can possibly be. And despite years of that, not only do they not stop listening, they've made the effort to plan their vacation around coming. Yeah, I'm positive there's nothing I can do That is going to dissuade them or disappoint, uh, more than anything, not dissuade them, disappoint them. As a matter of fact, the only thing I'm concerned about is like going, Micah, not gonna be a dick enough?
4: I mean, they're gonna be like, well, on the show, he's a huge asshole, but I mean, we were (laughs) on Vegas vacation, he was like, this guy's actually nice and polite. Yeah, he was kind of a nice guy, and he loves his wife, but he's not nearly the fucking prick he is on the show. I was like, disappointed. (laughs) I'm like, i can't
0: lose on this man i can't yeah. lose no I, I agree no rob thank you very much for such a very gracious call you and your you and your wife kathy are i i i i'm actually i will put this out right now i am hugely disappointed in myself i live in lansing Jason from Vice Lounge lives in Grand Rapids. Whether, regardless of where you're coming from, whether it's Lansing or Grand Rapids, we're approximately two hours from the fine, fine city that is Chicago, Illinois. And if you were to say, hey, Tony, how many times have you ever caught up with rob and kathy in the chicagoland area because as you well know there's a joliet illinois there's a horseshoe hammond
4: where you and i met and then
1: eventually you become
0: so you made the effort to come meet me yep (laughs) but i have a show rob i have a show that's right go hug yourself rob now you know where you lie in the priority line (laughs) number two to those with shows who are obnoxious next up We've got our sweet, sweet Christina. She is at Raising Las Vegas.
3: Hey, it's Christina at Raising Las Vegas, your 360 Vegas local ambassador or your screener. I'm calling with a few of my thoughts on Vegas vacation four. So as everyone knows, it all started up at the Cosmopolitan in front of Secret Pizza, which on my way there was a little bit worried because the location of Secret Pizza is a secret. So I wasn't sure if anyone would be able to find us, but turns out not an issue because we took up the entire third floor of the Cosmopolitan. It was... it it was immense. And um, the whole... Beginning opening event was fantastic. I got to mingle with lots of people, make all new friends, see friends I had made at Vegas Vacation 3, and uh, some people I've become very close to. So hugs all around, it was was a good time. Uh, From there we went on to the limo ride to downtown, which I gotta say, Mark, that playlist was amazing. I had such a good time with it just singing and dancing the entire trip. My only regret is that it ended. I wish it had taken us around one more time just so that we could continue the party. From there, as many of you know, I, uh, I work locally in the area in emergency services, so I had to leave, unfortunately. But everyone was in good spirits when I left them, and uh, from what I gather, the rest of the night went the same i next rejoined vegas vacation on tuesday morning when i led a group on a run down the strip it's combining two of my great loves running and las vegas and i was so happy to share the experience with other vegas vacation attendees Just being able to run past the Bellagio Fountains, and yes, they were going off as we were going, and uh, the Venetian, Mirage, Paris, just all of the the great landmarks. It was a really good time, and I think everyone enjoyed themselves. If not, no one complained to me. (laughs) So um, next after that was the Indulgence Day. We did have a little bit of a snafu at Aria. They raised their price from $40, $100 to $100 and even though I had checked earlier in the week and Karen had checked the previous day on the price they still they didn't honor it and so we talked to all the girls and because a $60 increase is Pretty bad. We all decided, you know what, we've been murined, we're going somewhere else. And we headed on over to Cosmopolitan, which was a reasonable $35 for the day pass. I know some of the girls got treatments. I did not. I prefer just to lounge um, around in the spa area, considering we didn't have a full day there. So they had, you know, your typical day beds to rest on, a hot tub with a rain shower and they had a eucalyptus steam room, which was fantastic. A cold mist shower, which I didn't think I would like, but oddly enough, I really did. It was refreshing. And then, of course, a sauna. So I kind of went through my little circuit between all those and then just relaxing on the day beds. Um, I know some of the girls got treatments. They all seem to enjoy them. Talking to all the girls though, we all wanted a little bit more spa time, so we decided to forgo the shopping and stick around there. From the spa then, we went to Platinum Entourage to get our hair done. The whole experience there, it's, um, you know, I'd been before, so I knew what to expect, but every single time, it's just fantastic. They wash your hair, do the scalp massage, put your choice of scented oils in your hair so it's smelling wonderful, and then of course they did all of our hair and i got to say we all looked beautiful every single person's hair was on point from there we were ready to go to stk meet all of the guys for a steak dinner and 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 a bunch of the rest of the attendees as stk had never been before i really enjoyed it it was delicious i got the braised short ribs which came on jalapeno grits I wasn't so sure about the grits, but they ended up being really good. And you know, you can't go wrong with braised short ribs. I had tried some of the steaks from other people and they were good. Very, very happy with STK. And then from there, I think we just kind of bounced around at casinos gambling and, and drinking for the rest of the night. So that was, Tuesday was the end of the official Vegas vacation. I know some people had stuck around in town afterwards, so I had met up with some of them and went to Giada's, in which we got the tasting menu. And uh, I gotta say, that's the way to go. The appetizer was a whole plethora of different items that they had. The bacon-wrapped dates with sausage in them was so good. I'm not a fan of pasta. I hate pasta, in fact. It (laughs) reminds me of being poor in college. Even when I make my own sauce, it reminds me of being poor in college. So I usually avoid pasta, But I liked all three pasta selections they had. I was shocked. Just goes to show you, when you're in Vegas, try things you normally wouldn't because these top chefs know how to cook things in a way that you're going to love them. On that note, for the main course, I know most everyone got steaks. I went with the Branzino, which is another thing that I would never have ordered until I had it once in Vegas and realized, wow, when a top chef prepares it, I like it. So I had the Branzino. It did not disappoint. It was so delicious. I did try some of Julie's steak, and it was it was really good. It, was, um, it had some sort of an herb flavor to it, which I didn't expect whatsoever. And probably the highlight of the entire meal was... They brought out the dessert cart and i thought we just got to choose one from them but no they gave us one of each dessert on the dessert cart and there was like 20 of them and we got to try every single one of them which it was the day before i start started marathon training so the last day that i could actually indulge like that so i was probably over the moon happy in fact that was kind of the theme of the weekend i know at the spa they gave us free lemon desserts. At Platinum Entourage, they gave us chocolate cakes and mimosas. And it it seems everywhere I go, people were indulging me with desserts and I was very happy to take them. (laughs) So great job, Mark, Karen, Alistair, Tony. I had such a wonderful time and I cannot wait till Vegas Vacation 5 in September.
1: For the record, I, I haven't listened to any of these. I intentionally tried to save them so that way you would get genuine reactions to the audio she couldn't have said it more aptly that experience of seeing that many people we've said every Vegas vacation the attendance has doubled and while mathematically I knew the doubling was going to happen seeing it was kind of a mind fuck it was kind of beyond comprehension but um, beyond that I'm so thrilled that the the Vegas vacation indulgence concept or Vegas, I can't fucking remember what we're calling it, yeah, that that whole experience was a huge, huge success. And Christina credits me, I give her credit. She came up with the idea. I was just the one that, that greenlit it so I could protect our brand, I, I guess, for some reason. But... <laughs> There was no protecting needing. That experience I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about. And um foreshadowing, we have some interesting details for you that will be confirmed on next week's show regarding Vegas Vacation Five.
0: Ooh, Popozao. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, d- I like it. D- d- the best part is I know of what he speaks, but we'll hold off for now. Yes. All right. Last but certainly not least, our dear, dear friend. Thank you, Mike. This is incredibly gracious of you. Talk to us about at Vegas Bright Sites. Phone call.
5: Hi, Mark, Karen, and Tony. This is Michael Movestro from Vegas Bright. Wait, can I we, time, thank okay, you can, can we time out
0: for a minute? Yes, we can. i got a real problem with being the, the, the fucking caboose of every intro. He just said, Mark, Karen, and Tony. Christina said... Mark, Karen, Alistair, and Tony. When the fuck did I become second fiddle to the asshole from England? I don't understand. <laughs> he, 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 motherfuckers, and yeah, I'm the guy who plays second fiddle to that tall motherfucker. <laughs> That's
1: I feel, I feel like we need to have another biggest vacation in the hundreds just to put him back in his place.
0: You know what? Brexit.
4: We're gonna trump all over you. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like you manzied him and then shamed us. <laughs> you know what? Let 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 the listeners decide how that plays out. Right, as it, should, as it should, be.
1: What else does Mike have to say?
5: Awesome time that I had there. At 360 Vegas Vacation Four. I admit I was a bit, a, a little bit hesitant, a little bit skeptical about it, but. Really glad I went, got to make new friends and meet old ones and it was just a really great time. It was definitely a new Vegas experience for me and I've been going to Vegas for years. My solo trips are forever ruined (laughs) because of 360 Vegas Vacation. It's hard to think of a solo trip again, Vegas is better with friends. So thank you all for your part. Thank you for being so welcoming and hospitable and for great times and great memories. And I I miss it like summer camp. That's how how cool it was. So thanks guys, and I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: I, I don't understand people who are like, oh man, I'm gonna miss it by one week. Oh man, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna be out there a week later. You know about these well in advance, plan better, motherfuckers. Right, right. It's you almost like, ha- it's
4: like, oh, you're a week
1: away from tripling how much fun you could have yeah. in Vegas. Like, I don't understand why you're making such a poor decision. Just a weak
4: difference. Just a week difference.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand either. It's, this is one of the best times you're ever have because... And my wife and I have talked about this. We have a great time when we're in Vegas together, but we have a phenomenal time when we're in Vegas with the 360 Vegas vacation listeners because you amplify that. Having you and Karen and the Gibsons and the sky on the rocks out there. And then you've got, you know, the next layer. I mean, it's just it's just, it, it it emanates is what happens. And so you come in to town expecting the good time that you know you're gonna have with the people you know, but then it emanates out with the fun, with the people that you have yet the opportunity to meet. Mitchell is absolutely right. And I'm not trying to give him verbal fellatio, but he could not have describe what Vegas vacation is like any better than to say it's a bunch of best friends that you've yet to have the opportunity to meet. I got nothing to add to that. It's just spot on. I completely agree. Mike, you did an excellent job of encapsulating what a Vegas vacation is like in your voicemail. Thank you for leaving that. They
1: all did. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your, your, your voice memos because we're, we're technologically advanced. <laughs> or or, or I'm technologically are. lazy. One of the two. It doesn't really matter. But Tony, Exit. phenomenal show. Take us out. All
0: right. I guess that's probably going to do it then, Mark, for episode 235. So thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. Of course, you can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, which could be Amazon, Tickets.XSVegas.com. Or if you do Earth Limos, by the way, you get 10% off just by using the promo code 360Vegas. Or you can make a PayPal donation, much like our dear, dear friend Laura did. Please remember you can buy merchandise from our store which is slash 360 vegas We do get a cut of those profits or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes which if I may shame our listeners you haven't done in a while or at least <laughs> or or you I haven't, haven't done checked. <laughs> exactly that we haven't had an opportunity to review Someone on the show.
1: Someone should be shamed appropriately
0: if you think to yourself oh man I've been meaning to do that you're the person I'm talking to shame on you
1: including me
0: of course if you'd like to leave some feedback written or audio much like our buddy Rob or Christina or Mike most recently did you can do so at 360 vegas podcast at gmail.com Tony where can folks find you I am at 360 vegas Tony
1: and I'm gonna give you a teaser. We have 360 Vegas Vacation Five details coming up next week, and I know you're thinking, "We already know about those." You
0: don't know what we're about mm. to tell you. So until it's what next, what you think you know? Right, exactly. If you aren't questioning everything about your existence right now, listeners, then I, I don't know what else to do for you. Exactly. So until next time.